the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And flash forwarding to the future, we've been featuring... Uh, one of a plethora of player props that DraftKings currently has posted for the upcoming NFL season. And one of them that I unearthed, Lundy, that I believe is a hidden gem, TJ Hawkinson. It's Detroit. There's nothing redeeming that is coming out of Detroit from a football vantage point in any way, shape, or form. I mean, your top wide receivers right now, for crying out loud, are Brashad Perriman, Tyrell Williams, and uh, Armand Ross St. Brown, who's a fourth-round rookie selection. So T.J. Hawkinson is going to eat this year, and I'm pounding the over at 770.5 receiving yards. Uh, the over juiced up just slightly, ever so slightly, at minus 120 with the under at minus 110. And uh, I, I'm feeling very confident about this one. Why? Well, you look at T.J. Hawkinson, a guy uh, who is an ascending talent, uh, you know, former top 10 overall pick. Uh, you know, he's got his druthers about him now that with the experience under the belt. And last season, granted, it was with Matthew Stafford. Uh, had 101 targets, 67 receptions, 723 yards, and six touchdowns over his 16 games. Remember, we got the bonus game this year. 17 in total. He was number four in total yak last year. Uh, yeah, he operates more often than not in the short to intermediate field. And his catchable target percentage was top 12 of the position. And that is sure to diminish with Jared Goffel. Under center, but uh, the Lions last checked are underdogs in every game this season. I think he's the Darren Waller of the East. And for that reason, I think he's got a good shot at 900, maybe even 1,000 receiving yards over a 17-game slate this year. So, Lundy, do you disagree? Fade or follow my over on TJ Hawkinson, 770.5 yards. Get it before the juice changes, people. I think this is a really I, I think this is one of these that you jump on early and you know me. I don't like to do these in the offseason, but I think this is one that's worth it. I, I think he gets past this number. I think the 17th game plays into it. I think the uh, kind of change up that they're going to have from a quarterback position. I, I just think this is a great opportunity. They are going to be staring him down tunnel vision style to be able to get him the ball. Um, so I like uh, the over in this one. I think he finishes comfortably above this number. Amen, brother. Preach, preach. And if you agree or maybe you disagree with Lundy and myself, uh, you could vote right now on the over under TJ Hawkinson, 770.5 receiving yards on my Twitter handle at Noisy Chavos. We'll share the results at the end of the pod and some of your comments as well. And they're already coming in fast. And furious and there's some sizzling scorching hot takes lundy so uh we will release those uh, to the masses here at the end of the pod before we get to the fade five today mcgregor versus poirier three is all set for ufc 264 and DraftKings sportsbook the official sports betting partner of the ufc has a knockout offer for this weekend's fight DraftKings is offering 264 to one odds on a knockout in the first round during saturday's main event if the rubber match ends in a first round knockout you will walk Walk away with cash. 
Just pick the main event fighter you think will win by first round knockout. And at DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, in the end, they will give you 264 to 1 odds on that fighter. If it happens, that's right. Bet $1 on McGregor or Poirier to win by first round knockout, and you win $264. So here's what you got to do download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn un dollar into 264 dollars when you bet on a main event fighter to win by first round knockout place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend that's code FTN to turn one dollar into 264 dollars only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, bartender on this hashtag tequila Thursday, pour me another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, the NHL is done. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. All kinds of unsavory products right now being consumed out of the top of the cup. I can only imagine as the Lightning went back-to-back Stanley Cups. Uh, so now our attention really zeroes in not only upcoming NFL season, which we fe- featured at the top of that Hawkinson prop, but also Major League Baseball and the NBA Finals game numero dos. So we're going to get to some player props here a little bit later on in the broadcast. But let's start on the diamond. And here's an interesting one. Let's get creative. All right, we got a marquee pitching matchup out west as the Nats traveling to SoCal to take on the San Diego Padres. And we got Mad Max Scherzer going up against you Darvish, who has been making all kinds of dollars uh, there at Petco Park. And for that reason, give me the Nationals under one and a half runs through five innings pitched at minus 125. Now, the Nats are respectable, 733 road OPS this season, but it's all about you Darvish, baby, who's been dealing at home a 2.12 home ERA, one earned run or fewer in seven of 11 starts there within his own friendly confines. So I think he's going to suppress the run total. I believe he is going to quiet the bats at least through five innings. And for that reason, I think the Nats maybe get one run on the board if they get any at all. And what will be, again, a phenomenal toe-to-toe battle between Mad Max and Darvish. So fade or follow my under Washington. One and a half runs through five innings pitch against San Diego and Mr. U. Yeah, Darvish uh, giving up, what, four earned runs four times this season, but he's been under that total 13 uh, of them. So, yes, he does occasionally give up some runs, including four in his most recent start. But the thing for me with these first five bets, Brad, as you know, is it's all about that starting pitcher. And in 15 of his 17 starts, Darvish has gone a minimum of five innings. Mm. So this is a guy that does not get an early hook. And therefore, on a first five bet like this, yes, I like this one uh, a lot. I, I expect this to be low scoring. Then we just see what happens when they go to the pen. Fade Darvish? Well, F you. Number four. All right, let's move on to the Philadelphia Phillies and the Chicago Cubs. And uh, runs have been handed out like old-style beers in the bleachers. Love to get Wrigley Field in this series. And for that reason, 
I'm taking the over on eight in this total at plus 100. Seriously going to give me plus odds on a series where it seems like everybody is touching home plate. Uh, you look here, Philadelphia has gone over this eight runs total in four straight games. Uh, they have a dynamite 844 OPS in the month of July. That's over a six-game span. And just look how this series has played out, 13-3 Philadelphia. 15-10, to an NFL game that broke out at Wrigley Field. Old-school Chicago Bears action. Maybe Chicago Cardinals action, if you really want to go way back uh, in that one. And then last night, it was 8-3, to so comfortably coasting over this eight runs proposed threshold uh, in each of these three games. Uh, you look at the matchup, you got Eflin on the bump for the Philadelphia Phillies. He's given up at least three earned runs in seven of 16 starts this season. And Adbert Alzale of the Chicago Cubs, well, he's given up at least three earned in four straight games of the Cubs pen due to injuries and some ineptitude starting to unravel a little bit. Uh, Philadelphia's pen has had all kinds of problems really all season long. So pull it all together and... Dude, I'm dunking on the over with ease on this one. Eight runs plus 100. Will there be runs aplenty on the north side tonight? Fade or follow? Why Why do we think it's going to stop? I mean, look, it, it, as you just pointed out, they've had, what, 30, 36 in two games? <laughs> That's insane. I mean, good Lord. Yeah, it's just like, ah, forget it. Just start hitting. We don't really care. Like, we, we, we might just throw it right down the middle. It's like early home run derby pitching right now uh, <laughs> with what's happening. Just put it over the plate. See what happens. Uh, so, yeah, I will follow you on this one, especially given what we've seen before. Uh, could also be a good one to try to pair up with something else, even if you want to alt-line it. So, like you said, it's a plus eight. If you wanted to say a plus seven and alt-line it with something else, that could be a good two-legger for today. Day, especially if you're listening to the podcast early in the day today there's a lot of afternoon action uh going on so depending upon when you're listening you could pair it up with something else that you really like but yes i think these two teams are definitely going over yeah and a warm and muggy night make all the money in wrigley field and take the over number three all right let's go to the nba playoffs and game numero dos and let's uh feature a phoenix sun who is not going to Burned very brightly in the box score tonight, and that is one Jay Crowder. I almost have to sound like I'm from Boston when I say that. Uh, you want some chowder with your Crowder? Uh, well, I will take the under, actually, uh, Mr. Waiter, because the 10.5 points on this, I feel, is a gift. I think it's way too high, and for that reason, the minus 120, I'm willing to pay up on the juice, again, on that under 10.5 points for Jay Crowder. He's been under this, Lundy, in five of six games. Now, in game one, he couldn't hit the broadside of a bar. He was 0 for 8 from the floor, 0 for 5 from 3, and had un punto. One point in the box score. That's all he got on a free throw. Now, you know, he's only got one direction really to go, and that's going to be up. But uh, you look at what he did in the regular season, a pair of matchups against the Bucks: nine points in one, six in the other. I know Milwaukee gave up 1.157 points per possession in game number one. But, you know, historically this year, they have been a stout defense. And I'm going to follow the trend here. I don't think Crowder uh, gets to double figures. And the fact that old Captain Hook Yar uh, is a part of this one as well, even if he hits 10 points, we still cash a winning ticket. So fade or follow, Crowder under 10.5 points, minus 120. Ooh, the tequila's kicking in early on a Thursday because we're seeing a lot of follows. You went out and picked up some good props today, my friend. Mm, or I like tequila. <laughs> uh, yeah, one or the other. 
No, I'm going to follow on this one as well because, look, a, a lot of the narrative, and, and we're going to talk about this when we get to bonus time as well, a lot of the narrative tonight is, well, you know, look at the free throw disparity and the Bucks can make these adjustments and they can get back in. Uh, yeah, but you're acting like the Suns can't make adjustments too. Uh, they're going to continue to play well. I agree with the defensive side. I think Crowder tucks underneath this number, and I do really like the fact that that hook is involved. If this was at 9.5, I might be a little bit more nervous, but I like the fact that it's at 10.5 because then even if he does hit 10, we've still got to win. Winning ticket. Yeah, if you want to cash on Crowder, take the under. Stick around for my top plays in Game 2 of the NBA Finals and on the Major League Baseball Diamond. Number 2. Alright, let's go back uh, to Game Number 2 of those NBA Finals. Let's uh, focus our attention on another Phoenix Sun. And I- I'm not going to jump off this gravy train, Lenny, until it buckles, until it derails DeAndre Ayton, over 16 and a half points, plus 100, okay? He has done this in every game that he's faced the Milwaukee Bucks this season, hitting 17 points or more. Uh, that's in all three matchups. Remember, in the regular season, he went for 17, he went for 20 in those two games. And then game one, he was unstoppable. The guy was a monster in the middle, 22-19 and 19 in that game. Remember, Giannis played. Yeah, he may not have been playing at, at full capacity, but still, DeAndre Ayton, uh, the uh, Bucks had no answer for him to start to finish in that game. Milwaukee giving up 44 points in the paint in game number one. You look at Ayton uh, over this postseason. He's been over this 16.5 points threshold in five of his last seven games. So, yes, I'm going to continue to ride the trend. DeAndre Ayton, for all the dollars, Uh, He is going to sizzle on the hardwood tonight down there in the Sonoran. Fade or follow, Aiton over 16.5 points again at plus 100. We are uh, back to where we were with our buddy Reggie Jackson, aren't we? We are. <laughs> yeah, we find, I think that's we find the train, you get on the train, and you stay on the train until the conductor kicks you off at some <laughs> random stop in the middle of the desert, and then you're eaten by And wolves. then you're Ted. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but I think with this one, with Aiden Brad, th- you're right. This is like until he shows me otherwise, if you're going to give me this and you're going to get me some plus odds, I think I've got to follow on this one just because it is something that has continued to cash. There's no reason to get off the train. No, no way. Choo-choo to all the cash with DeAndre Ayton. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, this may shock some people because they look at the number on the surface and be like, hmm, uh, this seems like an extraordinary volume. Hmm, this seems like a very low threshold. This seems very achievable to hit the over. Ah, but the opposite will be true. Give me the under on Taiwan Walker. Five and a half strikeouts against the Pittsburgh Pirates at a light juice, a diet version, if you will. Minus 105, cutting the sugar out in that process. Look, Walker has only been over five and a half strikeouts in a start this season in six of 15 games. Uh, he has gone under this with a very consistent five five and five strikeouts and three consecutive turns in the rotation. Yes, his 29.9 call plus swing strike percentage uh, is well above his career average in that category, which is 27.2%. But here is the deciding factor. Uh, The Pirates, despite all their offensive woes, they don't really strike out a ton, Lundy. Over the last 30 days, uh, Pittsburgh has the third lowest strikeout rate of any team in Major League Baseball. So you know what? Uh, we're talking about the uh, the train and how it was, you know, chugging along consistently for DeAndre Ayton. I think it's going to be another 
five strikeouts for the fourth straight start for Taiwan Walker. And as a result, Captain Hookie, our mateys, he's going to be so good to us. And the under will prevail again at minus 105. Fade or follow. I will follow again. I told you oh, wow. the tequila's kicking it early. No, I'm going to follow you because I like the idea of the trend continuing. <laughs> it could be, this could be a sweat. I'm just going to say, this could wind up being a sweat where if he gets to five and then he just sits there and treads water uh, and doesn't wind up getting the sixth before he gets the hook. Uh, so I think this could wind up being a little bit of a sweat, but why not? When you see the numbers, when you see the consistency uh, with the fact that it's the very light juice, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I like this at a minus five and a half. All right, before we get out of here, and uh, reveal the poll results on that over-under 770.5 yards on T.J. Hawkinson. Oh, it's time to make all those bucks in. Bonus time, Lundy. What do you got? I got two cross sports for you, Brad. Just because (laughs) hockey is done does not mean I step away from my MO, which is to bring you these cross sport parlays. I got two of them for you. Let's start here. Let's take that over we were just talking about between the Phillies and the Cubs. We're going to pair that up with Giannis to make a single three-pointer. That's Mm. all we need. Mm. Just one. And yes, I know he's had some games here in the playoffs where he's gone over, but he did have a three-pointer in game one. Let's go with him to get another one in game two. You put those two things together, Brad, plus two. 220. Uh, and then on the other side, give me Brooke Lopez under 19 and a half on the PRA. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put that together with Toronto, the Blue Jays on the run line going up against <laughs> Baltimore yes. and Keegan Aiken, who sucks. recently. <laughs> OK, he he they took on Toronto uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. He gave up six earned runs, two round trippers, and only had three strikeouts in four and a third. Uh, This is a guy that has given up four earned runs, six, five, eight, three. That's his last five starts. I think that uh, Toronto is going to feast on him. So I'm taking Toronto on the run line. Put that together with Lopez on the under with the PRA. That's a plus 192. Oh, Lundy, how you and I are very much on the same page. We don't reveal, folks, any of our bonus time picks until we actually record the pod. So I had no idea what Lundy was going to take. And I'm all about crushing the soul of Keegan Aiken. (laughs) Well, (laughs) That's what we're going to do. And you know what? Uh, Just because they're so addictive and I just get enraptured uh, by your presence and intelligence and really your musk in general, I'm also going to do a cross-sport parlay also involving Giannis and also involving Toronto to win on the money line. Ah, but here's the twist. Here's the twist. No threes for me, amigo. Give me Giannis to get one block shot. One block shot. Shot. That's all I need. Toronto gets the win, plus 109. And just to piggyback on what you said, uh, Aiken, uh, 12.18 ERA in his last four starts. And Giannis, by the way, has uh, swatted a shot in 10 of 12, 10 of his last 12 games. So I think he is going to cash in there at plus 109. Oh, and, and bonus, bonus time, Lundy. Going back to picking on poor Keegan Aiken. Vlad Guerrero Jr., he gets an RBI. It's minus 105. Really? Really? Uh, a guy that's hit uh, safely in this last five, a guy that's batting 356 over the last 30 days. And by the way, against Keegan Aiken, yeah, it's a small sample size, but it's a spectacular result. Two for six, two home runs, three RBIs. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. is going to go yard tonight. There you go. Love it. Love All right. It. Uh, let's get the poll results here and a couple of your comments before we get out of here. Again, over or under 770.5 yards for TJ Hawkinson. 308 votes counted. 62.3% siding with us on the over 37.7% 
on the under. Hersey says, I think he can go 100% over, especially in 17 games. I am curious about season-long prop bets and their chances of hitting. Seems like a lot of reasons a dude could miss some games. Yeah, you always got to worry about the injury, uh, and for sure. Falcomaniac says, I'll take the over considering his competing for targets with Quintez Cephas, me, and current day Charles Rogers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Plus, he gets an extra week this season. Only thing that can stop him is if he chokes on a kneecap. A little reference there to uh, Dan Campbell, who likes to eat on kneecaps. Uh, elsewhere, Willis adds, uh, under, it's the Lions in golf. Enough said. So there you go. <laughs> Some strong takes coming from our loyal listeners, and we appreciate your business here on the Fade the Noise podcast. And that is a wrap on this edition of the show. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this broadcast. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.